let's sell our house. We just got the house a few months ago, and that was my dream house. <laughs> At that time, we were able to afford. It was a big house with two kids and a nice neighbor.、Mm. And then it's like, okay, let's get all the money, every dollar we can get, and start investing.、Mm. Welcome to the First Gen Mastery Podcast, where we empower first-generation immigrants to master the path to abundance and freedom through real estate investing. We are your hosts, Austin Wong and Aman Shahi. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the First Gen Mastery Podcast. Today we have an amazing guest on the show. She is a seasoned syndicator and investor. Who has been involved as a GP for over 2,000 doors and co-GP and KP for over 1,200 doors? Welcome to the show, Snowy, the apartment empress. How are you doing, Snowy? Hi, everybody. My name is Snowy, and I'm so honored to be invited to the show with everybody. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, thank you so much for being here. So let's get this party started. Can you share a little bit about your journey? Like, how did you come to the U.S. and how did you get your hands on real estate investing? Sure. So I came to the U.S. in two thousand eight, just right before the <laughs> the real estate crash, and then I got married at the beginning of two thousand nine. Then I became a stay-at-home mom. Instead, for about four years till. November two thousand fourteen. Then I got to introduce to the multifamily investment and syndication investment concept,、mm -hmm. and started from there. I just wanted to learn. That opened my mind a lot. Was thinking like I didn't know that as an individual we can invest in multifamily. Before I got to know about. Multifamily and syndication. I kept thinking only those big guys, big players,、yeah. the institutional players, all the funds they can only invest in multifamily. I didn't know anything about that till we got to introduce about the concept of syndication. So, starting from there, we we got involved into as an LP, just get to know, get my feet wet、mm -hmm. about the operation or everything about. Syndication and multifamily. We just learned a lot from as an LP, and then as I didn't have any experience previously, so I was still so scared to do anything myself. So what should I do? What should I do? I didn't know how to operate, in, like in person, right? Yeah. So I was like, I need to get some. Experience before I really invest in a big deal with my own money or the other people's money, right? So we started getting started like getting some single families between 2015 and then 2016, and at the same time we were also looking for a lot of like deals to analyze the deal. As a new person, it's so hard、yeah. to get any like really good deal. Ended up, it took us about two years to get our first syndication.、Mm -hmm. So from so during these two years, from you get to know what syndication is to 
you actually do the first deal. What were some of the moments where it made you feel like, oh, I can actually do it. I know that a lot of the people, what you just mentioned too, we all have this idea of these are for the fund managers. These are for the institutional investors. What was that aha moment for you? Like I said, as a new investor, it was like so hard for us to get a deal without experience or without anybody who would like guide you to the right place right direction to get a deal. So at the very beginning, we got some information. We would go to two the other properties, any of the deal that we could get, but still we were so scared. So I wish like we could have somebody that who are more experienced, show us, give us the courage or confidence. Oh, you can do it if somebody is aside with you. So I guess it possibly find a partner, a mentor, maybe somebody like who would like work with you together. So you can start, I think you can get into the door fast. So let's go and go to the past and a little bit more. What was your mind shift from being a mom that you want to invest in real estate? Why not something else? So, like you could start like working as a W2 job or anything else. Like why real estate? I tried to get a job when my first daughter was like two and she hated to go to the daycare. So mm. I had to give up my job because I didn't want to see her crying every morning when I sent her to daycare. When you went to pick her up and she was still crying and you could tell she was upset the whole day. And I had to get, give up this and I was like, oh, maybe I can do, I can be a realtor if I wanted to do something in real estate. But my husband's job had to move us a lot, like sometimes every two years, sometimes it was even shorter than that. So I didn't know what to do until we were told about multifamily investment. Mm. I was like, oh. This should be something you can do a business. Mm. I really like to do a business. Yeah. Before I got married, before I became a mom, I was doing a business on the import and export. I probably got like the mindset of doing a business. So I saw investing in most family is a business mm. instead of just real estate mm. itself. And who introduced you to the idea of syndication? Because there are so many people who don't know about that. When we, at that time, we just got back from Canada mm. because of my husband's job for like more than two years. And then we moved back to Houston, Texas. And one day we sent our daughter to a Chinese weekend school. Just, I believe it was Sunday or Saturday. And then it was not a huge place. So not all the parents could get into the place waiting for the kids. Mm -hmm. Only I was inside and my husband, he was sitting in the car and he didn't have anything else to do. So he was listening to the radio. You guys, the podcast, he heard some guy talking about oh, how you can invest in the multifamily, how you get into real estate investment and how you can invest as like syndication to get you retired earlier mm -hmm. so that made us like so excited but and then he went home and looked it up he didn't tell me anything about that at all but went home and then it, 
2014, November 2014. So he looked it up on internet, and then he found that place was like really close to the office. He was working there, and it was like, oh, on Thursday morning before he went to work, honey, I'm going to get home a little bit late because I'm going to a workshop, and then. <laughs> When he got home and said, oh, I just signed up the two-day financial freedom seminar. It doesn't cost that much. It's just 500. It's okay. <laughs> so he went there. And then Sunday evening after lunch, he called me like, I just spent 18000 So I was screaming there. I was like, what? 18, like, you didn't talk to me. Yes. You didn't talk to me or you didn't discuss with me or tell me anything and he just spent that much money he was like well come down i'll tell you more when i get home so he talked about that when he got home i was still not so happy right because i he never done that before <laughs> and then he was like okay i'll stay at home next the coming up month so there's another financial freedom seminar mm. and then I'll, I'll be home and I'll babysit the kids. We have two at a time. And then you go to see what, why I just make that decision. So I went there the next month. And then when I came home after the second day, cause they were talking about multifamily mm. investment and syndication investment. So I came home and said, okay, Let's sell our house. We just got the house a few months ago, and that was my dream house. <laughs> At that time, we were able to afford it. It was a big house with two kids and a nice neighbor. Mm. And I was like, okay, let's get all the money, every dollar we can get, and start investing. Austin, remember one thing. Never tell anything to your wife over the phone. <laughs> Never give the information. Yes, that's that, true. I was gonna comment. <laughs> My friend said, or our friend said, if he calls you before he make that payment, you have one thousand way to stop him doing yeah. that. Now there is no way. <laughs> it, it'll be a. It has to be a very special opportunity, like a very special opportunity for him to do something like that. That's actually a pretty incredible. Looking $18, back, eighteen thousand dollars is a huge amount of money. That's a huge amount of money. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I'm very curious now that you've explained a little bit on how you made this transition. So from the point where you just came from China, landed in the U.S., to get exposed to real estate to now where you own thousands of units and doing large scale operations. What do you feel as the mindset in those three moments were like in terms of building wealth? I think when we were in the twenties, didn't have any idea of building wealth. Mm. What we taught, or I think the traditional way we got taught, most of people were like, oh, you, you get girls to the school and get some really good, like hyping uh, job calls. Yeah. And then you will be able to find a good pay or better pay job and work harder. You will get raised every month. I mean, every year. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't know if anybody would be able to get raised every month, but yeah. So I guess that was a way. And then at that time, my husband got pretty, not that bad, like the pay 
paycheck from his job, but we had to move a lot. Move a lot. That was the only issue when our kids were still young. That was not that bad. It was fun that we could explore a lot of places with the moving from his job. But when they started go to school, that was not fun at all, and they didn't like that much. And in two thousand two thousand fifteen, we had to move again, and two years later. We had moved one more time, and that time we were like we are starting. We started building some wealth already, and we got some passive income, and we were trying to get that done in five years, that we can replace it W two job, so we can choose when we can say no to his job that we don't want to move. Anymore, so we were able to get that done in four and a half years. But still, it was like I think we were learning the better way to build our wealth through our journey of real estate investment. But before that, we really didn't have any idea about that at all. We were just like, oh, we save more, and then we put more. Money、yeah. into the four one k, and then put some money in the stock market. Right, that's the most、uh, way that people、yeah. did. People still do that, but we just need. I think like we just need to learn more or get to know more about the other ways to build the wealth. That's awesome. I just want to make a quick comment here. It feels like the way what really got you going was. That pain of not having your ideal lifestyle, because you mentioned that because of the job, your family have to move around place to place every couple of years, and so when our job don't match our ideal lifestyle, we need to find different ways、yeah. to build wealth and to create a lifestyle that does match our、yeah. ideal. Yeah, but I also think like there are a lot of people who got paid pretty well nowadays. They didn't realize that at all until I think a lot of people got laid off recently.、Yeah. So that's the same thing. Like, if you didn't have enough other source of stream of income, then you cannot make your decision. You can just get laid off, and like no reason of you even need to know when、yeah. you'll get laid off. And what was the、uh, one of the biggest motivational factor that you want to be like? I want to be in real estate. I have to be something big. What was the one drive that was motivating you every day? I think the another time that we were thinking about, I wanted to be bigger someday, or we want to do something bigger. Another time was two thousand nineteen that my husband was asked. To move to another city, like it's about two years、yeah. you, since you're here. So now you have to go to the other city or other location. And he was like,、oh, "Now I can say no right now, right?" And then we were like, "Yeah, if he could quit his job, then we can do bigger together.、Mm-hmm. We want to do bigger so that we can provide、mm-hmm. enough." Income for ourselves, for our family, and then we can choose where to live or where to go and spend more time with the kids. It's all about 
yeah, the options and the ideal lifestyle、yes. that you want to create. And so I want to switch gear a little bit to some of the deals that you have been involved in. Can you share us with an example of a deal that you have been involved in? And if someone who is new to real estate they don't really know what syndication is, can you use that as an example to explain to us how things work? I would say like. Our first deal, so we didn't have a lot of money to invest that deal to get by our, ourselves. It's a fifty-unit apartments, and the purchase price was like about two million, and down payment would be it was fifty five hundred k, five hundred thousand, and then including all the other fees and also the renovation budget, it was like. Little bit over nine hundred thousand totally, close to a million, and we didn't have that much money at all at the time, so we had to ask for friends、mm-hmm. to invest with us together. So syndication is that if we don't have enough money to invest a deal to ourselves, then we get all the other people together so we can. Have a bigger fund to do a bigger deal、mm. together. Yeah, that's a good explanation. And how many friends did come with you and invest with you for the first、yeah. deal? With us together, we have eight people. So you raised almost like half a million dollars. We yeah, we raised nine hundred. Wow, that's pretty impressive for the first、yes. deal. Yeah, we were lucky at the time. But we, think about that. Since we we got into the multifamily education, we had to spend about almost two years on networking, and we went to a lot of activities, events, and got spent a lot of time with a lot of people. So that's how we build up yeah. the network. Yeah. Yes,、wow. but that's pretty impressive. Nine hundred thousand dollars just for a first deal. That's pretty great. Oh yeah, it was not easy. It took time to get there, and also it took quite a longer time than we could do it at today,、mm-hmm. right? At that time, it took longer, about a couple months to get that. But as a newer person or beginner,、mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty big for the first deal、oh, for、yeah. sure. And how? What happened after the? Purchase of that deal. How long did you guys hold it? What was the exit strategy? We we held what we would we plan to hold that deal for seven years, and actually we sold it at year four,、mm. and we make the return about eighty percent. Oh wow! Of the money we put in. That's that's pretty, amazing. That's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. Real estate, I think. You probably sometimes to look the return in the long run,、yeah. not just like short term、yeah. return, short term return. But it will make you money if you hold long. Yeah, and it goes up in a long run, and yeah,、yes. but people are like real estate goes down too. Yeah, but if you look at the short term, in the long term it does go up. In the macro, it does、yes. go up. Yeah, and you need someone who is well, when you buy right. Yeah, when you buy right, you need someone who's、yeah. been in this game for a very long time. Like Snowy, for the first deal, you've been in the game for two years until you nailed the first one, because a lot of the network, like you mentioned, and expertise, boots on the ground, get good financing. All of those needs to take time to master and to get the right people to help you with that, because it's a team 
sports, right? Yes. So generally speaking, everybody need to plan that you will need like at least twelve to eighteen months to get into your first deal. That's like the regional time for everybody. Some people are lucky to get into the deal first deal faster, just because probably they already build up the network、yeah. to help them to do that. Or somebody who probably is lucky that they have. Well, you make your own luck,、yeah. right? Luck just don't go to you, but because of your network, your effort. Yeah. Then you will make that happen, but some people might take longer to get that.、Done. Yeah, and it depends on the network. Some people are or already、yeah. in the business or something else, so they already know the、right. people who are in business, so they can raise faster、right. from them. They can、yes. do their first deal、yes. faster. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly, and that's what you said.、Yeah. Your network.、Yeah. It's really important.、Yeah. What was your role in that first deal? Were you asset managed? Were you helping to raise capital? And how did that role change over time? Oh, okay. Me and my husband Zach, we did everything. We found a deal. We raised the capital. We managed the asset ourselves. Of course, the first year we used a third-party management、mm-hmm. company because we live about two out two and a half hours away from that property. And the day Zach signed on the documents、mm-hmm. at the title company, he had to hop into the vehicle and drive from where we live to Louisiana,、mm-hmm. sorry, to San Antonio,、mm-hmm. to start his work. In the new city, and I stayed there for a month or so, and I went there every morning myself, and then came back. Yeah, every day, like that, for about a month, just to arrange like the renovation, work with the third party management, and then we had to move. But I had, I still spend a lot of time visiting the property. It's so. Difficult to find a really good property management company too. I went to the property a lot. I also do a lot of the market survey myself.、Mm-hmm. I went there, and then I told them like, "Oh, you have to raise the rent like that," because the way they raise the rent was like slower,、mm-hmm. lower than we wanted, and they were like, "Oh, you don't have this, you don't have that, you can't." Raise the rent too much, you will not be able to get this or that. So after two and a half years of trying, helping them to get my doing better, but they didn't cooperate that well. So I had to take off the operation myself、mm. and put a property manager there,、mm. and we were able to manage it way much better. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So. Where do you see your financial journey in this point? What are your goals that you want to take the real estate business to what level? So for right now, in this year, maybe we'll do one or two deal、mm-hmm. as a syndicator、mm-hmm. ourselves, or like GP.、Mm-hmm. We'll say GP ourselves, and maybe we'll do more like KP. Because、mm-hmm. my original plan was. I will probably like eighty percent retire when we turn forty-five.、Mm. So we have about four and a half years to go. Now I know your age. Say <laughs> 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 it. What kind of spread out? 
that's that's awesome. Snowy, you have been in the real estate industry for eight to ten years now at this point, right? It's about eight, eight years, years since we started.、Mm. Yeah, but as a GP, it's six years.、Mm, that's pretty amazing. We closed our first syndication January two thousand seventeen,、mm. so it's six years. Oh, that's the day when I came to US. That's a month when I came to US, January seventeen.、Ah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, you have a long way to go from there. <laughs> yeah. So, for anybody who's just getting started in real estate, and what are some of the things that you would recommend us to do? How do we get started? Yeah, I would suggest like if you can afford <laughs> it, pay to get some mentorship, if possible, and then go to a lot of event, the relative events. And then make a lot of network. That's a great feedback, and I don't really put this out there, but last year I spent a ginormous amount of money just educating myself because my mindset was, okay, I'm either going to use this as a down payment on another house, or I'm going to invest all of that to myself and see where that goes. At least that's my mindset that I wanted to share out there. I do see the change yes, in you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Spend some money to、yeah. invest yourself、yeah. is a must, and then the next step is take actions. You have to take actions、yeah. to get you to the success. And what book do you recommend to somebody who's new to learn more about syndication? <sighs> I think there are a lot. Just one, your favorite one. My favorite、yeah. one. I really didn't read a lot on that, <laughs> <laughs> on this like the book, and then I got a lot of, I think I got a lot of this information from the educations like Lifestyles Unlimited、mm. or maybe I think Jake and Jenny,、mm. their group got a lot of basic knowledge、mm. information that you can learn from、mm. too, and of course like practice. Get into get one, get a small deal or something, or、mm. like maybe a ten unit, something like that,、mm. and you will learn more. That's your best、yeah. book. It all goes back to your original point on investing in yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you learn by doing it, not just by reading it.、Yeah. Yes, some people I I knew some people they probably read like maybe fifty books、mm. on all the multifamily investments、yeah. already. They haven't started, so that doesn't make any sense. They're waiting for blessings. At the beginning, I was doing that. I was reading a lot of books to a point where I'm like,、uh-huh. you know what? Reading another book will not help me. I'm、yeah. starting to realize that because I'm the more kind of the academic approach person that I didn't really think about networking, putting myself out there.、Um, yeah, yeah another way, like if you are if a new investor to this industry. And you are scared to do anything. Get into a, a deal as an LP first,、mm. and then you will pay more attention to those numbers, what those GPs are doing, and you can ask questions.、Yeah. I'm sure they will answer your question way much nicer, or give you more details if you invest an investor of their deal. Exactly. At that、yeah. point, you're pretty much a team member. So. 
you can get a lot of access. It's a way to break into the circle pretty much. And you can ask many questions to learn anything about you. Because it's your due diligence. It's your money putting it there on the field. So yeah, if you could get into a deal as an LP, that's a good way to start as well. Yep. And yes, Noe, it's a great story by you, to be honest. And it's pretty impressive that in six, almost like six years, you from new GP to having thousands of units, it's pretty amazing. What do you think, Austin? So it just takes time. It takes but it's a short time. time. I'm telling you, it's a short time. Yeah. Some people probably would be like, how, how could you do this much? Mm. But I didn't see like how hard we work from the very beginning yeah. and how much time we spend on all the applications yeah. and we spend to all the events. Yeah, it takes six years maybe to ramp up to this point, but it takes you two years to get to the first deal. And that's the yeah. part where a lot of people yes. overlook. Yeah. yeah. People mm-hmm. don't see your hard work. They only see your results. Yeah, yeah exactly. I agree. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Snowy. I really appreciate your time. This was an amazing episode. Thank you so much for your information and a lot of knowledge that you thank shared. You. Yeah. And thank, thank you so much you. and really appreciate for your time, for everything. And we'll see you another one. That's it for this episode of First Gen Mastery. Tune in next week for more insights, inspirations, and actionable tips to help you master your path to abundance and freedom. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.